1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. So I thought last
0: week's podcast was a success, man. I I think the abbreviated uh, going through the games worked. It was much more pleasant to edit. It was much easier. I think that's the norm. So just make our picks. Say a sentence about them. Go to the next one.
1: Fine by me, man. I'm super tired. I'm getting sick. Was in a wedding over the weekend. I didn't get home until like 3 a.m. Saturday because I want to get home to watch all the games Sunday. So, uh, so yeah, I did. I did run into Barry Bonds. He was uh, chilling at the bar in which we were staying in San Francisco. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, let's what we do. What we go three and two in super contest.
0: Yeah, we were three and out. Did you roid with Bonds? That would have been awesome. If you and him went back to his hotel room and shot off some roids and then you got super jacked?
1: Dude, he was like sitting with one of their guys. Pretty funny. He's a leg crosser, Barry Bonds is a leg crosser. But uh, we were like rushing to rehearsal and really kicking myself that I was a nutless monkey and didn't just like in front of everyone, like just been like, dude, you're the best baseball player of all time like you're the man and like not care how he reacted but they just kind of at the time i didn't want to be one of those guys you know approaching approaching him or like i didn't want to have a bad experience of you know such a great great player but um i was a nutless monkey i should have went up to him and, and you know let him know how great of a, of, a, a, a human being he is i know you should have given him really a hug
0: should've. you should have hugged I
1: know. him i know i, know. I passionately. really
0: should have, you have passionately him. hugged him
1: and rubbed his have... gigantic head I you know. should have gotten
0: passionate with him i think I know.
1: I know, I regret it. I, I really should have. But a 3 and 2 uh that's not the only thing we regret from this weekend. Um I think you were crazy your splits, right? Your uh your morning games and then the uh, afternoon was, went went to hell.
0: It was a hell. You know, like I was 7 and 2, I won my best bet, we were 3 and 0 oh in super contest. I was joking around, the Ravens backdoored it. I was like I'm the man, everything's great. And then it was just pure torture the rest of it. Mostly I was wrong. It wasn't like Couple of bad beats. I thought the Niners was a bad beat. Should have covered, but the rest of them, it was pretty bad and it was unpleasant. Also, so we, you know, we went three and two, and we needed better. But you know, seven and eight, we're not dead. We just need to go five and zero this week and just get in it. There's some teams I saw that are fourteen and one in the standings. So we got we got some oh, wow. catching up to do, but it can be done. You know, we just gotta we gotta keep winning. I, I think one good thing about last week is we both won our best bets. And I think that's the starting point. We just got to win our best bets and then go 500 on the rest. That's the way to do it, right? Like you can't control, you can't go 5-0 and every week. But if you go 2-0 and and then it's 50-50 after that, you probably win the contest.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a plan to me. I think we were on the wrong side, it seemed like, on the Browns. I mean, not just the result, but yeah, I mean, we the line the was side. moving the other way. We were just kind of donkeys, it just seemed like. I mean, that team is just not good. I mean, as much as we both want to fade the Rams... We should be fading the Browns even harder. So that was just flat out uh, the wrong side.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, it, was, it was wrong. You know, sometimes, you know, I was, I was just off last week. I got lucky that the Bengals covered. I got lucky the Ravens covered. I mean, I got lucky the Jets covered. The, the Jets cover, by the way, was a work of art. <laughs> I mean, that is just, ne- you're down 30 nothing. you get two defensive touchdowns to cover. I mean, that is just, that's inspirational.
1: Like, I, I so like- unlikely, too, because defensive touchdowns happen, you know, on pass right. situations typically. I mean, it's just crazy blitzing and whatnot it was you know, a miracle not, not in yeah it that's, a miracle. That's, that
0: was it was great uh, so you know um
1: and then the doll uh the the cowboys did cover right
0: they did unfortunately and they, they didn't look like they were going to cover they were in like survivor risk for a little bit and then they, oh
1: i had oh it was not just a little bit i had them and i was just had you in the back of my mind call it because you know the pot odds i should have been on the patriots if i had them that was in peril at halftime it was not only just 10 to 7 it's like a missed field goal and something else I'm right? forgetting, but there was a couple things that were just completely even went Dallas's way. I mean, it was closer than that, so that was very shaky for sure.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: And then they covered, though, so why? yes, it doesn't make any sense sometimes, obviously going to get spread, or maybe every time it doesn't make any sense, but uh, we'll try to do better. We were, we were on the right side. Um, the Colts, for sure, it felt like, at least.
0: Yeah, they, they had the lead all game. They won by three. There was less than three, which is foolish. It should have been three. Yep. Yeah, it was fine. We, I mean, we won our best bets. I mean, that's what you got to do and the other ones you hope you do well on. But, like, you know, we don't want to donkey up the best bets. You know, that's the key.
1: Yeah. So how good are the Niners real quick. I mean, seriously, uh, five turnovers. Uh, this defense is so different. They're five, the last team to commit a three and out this year. It doesn't matter which running back you put back there. Kind of fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if they're good. I have no idea. Very sloppy. Yeah, that was just ugly, man. So many fumbles. But, man, if there's something you're going to correct, that's kind of a thing that I'd like to. I mean, Jimmy G seemingly hasn't even played well recovering from ACL. 8.8 YPA, third best in the NFL, man.
0: Yeah, I just don't even know what's going on there. I don't know who they're throwing to. I don't know who they're handing off to. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if it's a fluke. You know, the Steelers are kind of a doormat. They beat the Bucks. Giants beat the Bucks. That's pretty low. They beat the Bengals. I mean, they haven't played anybody, but I just don't know. I have no opinion of them. They could be good. They could be average. I have no idea.
1: Now, yeah, not they have a bye at a weird time and then a home game against the Browns on Monday night, which I'll, uh, I'll be at. So that, man, the Browns, such a disappointment. One thing you might have an opinion of, and I'm burying the lead, obviously, no Eli and Danny Dimes, just fun as hell, man. Just what an epic, legendary, just rookie debut, man. Just go ahead and, and gloat.
0: It was great. You know, I was great. it was great. It was unbelievable to be watching a Giants quarterback doing those things. But it also made me mad. You know, I'm still resentful. I'm still resentful for the years that were taken from me. You know, I'm like Greta Thornburg. You know, they've destroyed my youth. They've destroyed my middle age. Took the Giants from me for six years after they won the Super Bowl for the second time. And they took that from me. And, you know, I'm resentful of it because it was obvious, you know, I understand, obviously, after he won the Super Bowl 2012, he's got a start, and he was pretty bad, and by 2014, you know, it's like, all right, let's move on, but it's 2019 now, and they paid him 23 mil, you know, I'm glad they drafted Daniel Jones, he looks really good, I didn't realize he was that mobile, I knew he was a little bit mobile, but it was great. But it just oh made yeah, me going realize, from
1: Eli to that. Yeah, first of all, fantasy wise, that's going to be really the reason why he's so interesting because he's rushing. But yeah, going from the statue Eli to the way he was oh, doing was it's just it's it was crazy. Like,
0: I feel like I've been in a prison for six years and I've just been let out. I've been in solitary and I just saw the sun for the first time. It's great, but it makes me resentful. And and you know, the announcers, this is just so bizarre. They're in like a cult where they have to say, oh, you know, and Eli has been a legend, and Giants fans are so fortunate if this kid is this good because they've had 15 years of Eli and then this. And they're talking about Eli like he's Peyton or Brady or Breeze. And it's like, that is bizarre. Like, how, it was Rondé and Tiki Barber, and it was Kenny Alberts. I think it's Marv Alberts' son. What have those guys been like? Was there someone <laughs> with like a gun to their head? You know, saying, you better you better say this. Like, they're just lying. And either they're ignorant. I don't think they're ignorant. I think that they, the party line is what you say. Like, at the cocktail party, like, the Mannings are important people. And they, they, they hang with ownership. And there's probably owners and Mannings and gymnast types and stuff just all hanging out all the time. I don't know, but there's these functions. I did one of them mm. once. In 2008, we hired this PR guy, Chip, and he hooked us up with this like event at the LA Coliseum. And we were like the fantasy representative. It was like, oh, fantasy football. Let's do a little thing on that. So I went up and like Andrea Kramer was there. She interviewed me for like five minutes. And it's like, you know, I don't know how many people were there. Maybe a thousand people were there. I don't know how many. It was just in the Coliseum. There were different booths set up. We had a booth. We were handing out magazines, signing people up. And, like, Steve Mariucci was there. I think Deion Sanders was there. I'm trying to think. There's a bunch of, you know, players and coaches there. And I just imagine that there's events like that, you know, all the time that they get paid for appearances because that's what brings all the, you know, all the the fees, the fans in, all the people that come to to the events for a 100 bucks or whatever they pay. And so they pay these coaches fees and speaking fees. And if you're, you know, you're either in or you're out. And, you know, I, I think, like, you don't, you don't crap on the Mannings. You don't say Eli's garbage because, you know, the, the NFL, the people who are important in the NFL don't like that. It must be that. I mean, it might, maybe they're just idiots, but it it seems to me, it's like, you don't, you don't get to that level of broadcasting where you're doing a national game unless you've already sort of internalized what you're supposed to say and what you're not supposed to say. So it was just bizarre hearing them explain how, how good Eli was when it was like, it's like the emperor has no clothes, man. Like, what are you, what are you guys even talking about?
1: Yeah. You know, to you see what Brett Favre came out? Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, who was it? Was it Favre? Someone came out and said that, the deep down, I promise they weren't, uh, he wasn't rooting as hard for him to succeed, uh, Danny Dimes too, you know, uh, you know, from the yeah, sideline, I, I forget who but, said that, no, no, but, um,
0: they were saying, uh, it, it, there's no doubt that Eli, all Eli's doing is thinking how he can help Daniel Jones and help. They're just assuming this stuff. And I'm thinking, right, right. how do you know, you know, it's like, you're just sucking up. You're like, Eli, such a class act. And then they're like Im- imputing class to him. That's not been demonstrated. I've never read anything about that. You know, it's just, it's right. just amazing. They're like, <laughs> acting like this guy's a saint. It's like the weirdest thing. It was like, you know, in a totalitarian state, you know, if like King Kim Jong-un is like, we must praise the dear leader. You're like, okay, I get that. I see why they're doing that. It's a totalitarian state. Why are they doing that on the broadcast? Are you yeah. that scared of the Mannings and the and the Mars and the people that back Eli? Man, I mean, what the what, the, what is wrong with you people? It, it's bizarre. It was like it was like I was watching these guys; they were either in a under duress or in some kind of cult.
1: It was Favre said deep down he must have been miserable. Eli <laughs> watching from the sideline, right? How Farb, much because Favre doesn't care. He's not yeah, really Favre. Yeah, never really right, exactly. He didn't. He right. didn't become no.
0: one of the successful post NFL guys. He's like, you know, yeah, he's no, not,
1: to- totally. Peter King took like an entire graph out of his Monday morning quarterback to say uh, Eli Manning uh, once he uh, learned that he was going to you know take a back seat he didn't storm out of the office he went prepared for the bucks just like he did any other but this time roles reverse you know cuz that's the type of human being he is or something I mean just you know out right. of a way to, to say that this, just, this, I don't know, reminds, to it just it,
0: it reminds me when Romo uh, when Dak Prescott was like killing it his rookie year and Romo possibly could have come back. And he said, no, it's Dak's team now. And everyone's like, what a class act, what a class act. It's like, dude, when the new guy is doing amazing, you're not being a class act by doing what any rational person would do and not throw yourself under the bus and be the most hated person in town by criticizing him. Like, it's not a class act to act completely properly in your self-interest. Like, only a moron, if, you know, only a (laughs) moron would say...
1: Yeah, Dak was uh, lighting it up at the time. This right, was happening. Right. I mean, it only was no a, question. It was yeah, no question.
0: Only a moron would say, I should be the guy there, or Eli, after you know, Daniel Jones is crushing it, being like, screw <laughs> this man. This is <laughs> bullshit. You know? If, if he did that, he oh, would I'd suddenly be persona non
1: grata. I'd love if Eli did that.
0: I would I would have <laughs> more respect for him if he did that. But then he would be persona non grata. Peter King, I mean, what who how is Peter King Like how much of a suck up could he possibly be to write that? I mean, it's the most obvious thing to do. Oh shit, I'm screwed. I'm enraged or maybe I'm not, but let's say I am. I'm still not going to act out and show that I'm enraged. I'm going to play ball because yeah, maybe I want to have make millions of dollars in broadcasting or at the very least not leave with my reputation in tatters. And I want to go full Antonio Brown. We could talk about Antonio Brown also. We, We didn't really talk about the last episode of him.
1: Yeah, we will. OK, but hold on. Just how, how cool is it to be a, a Giants fan suddenly? I mean, obviously, it sucks. Saquon Barkley. And it's kind of really awful that you lose Barkley and Beckham, right, when right. you get this quarterback. But I mean, it could be fun. It's just one game. Ob- but obviously, man, I mean, like the talk of the league. And it's your, the guy that was such a reach at number six. You know, I, I contributed to it, made fun of you on the podcast. You know, what are the Giants doing? And, uh, you know, just so against it. You wrote about it some. But just, you know, the, cor- the running backs do matter. And now... Uh, the, the the people that absolutely hated this as the number six pick uh, are both kind of looking, you know, both both giants' way so far. But I will say this. I'm rooting for Danny Dimes, big time. I think it's a cool story. I, I re- ranked him aggressively, like eight-something right now this week, fantasy. But all his stats in that game, um, they, uh, they he dominated against the Blitz and pressure, and the Bucks are, like, the most Blitz-happy team this year. And for what it's worth, like, was not very good from a clean pocket, and that's what's a sticky stat. For what it's worth, just one game, and I'm rooting for the guy, but um, I will just say that that was something that did kind of stick out. But uh, you got to be pumped now, Liz.
0: Uh, the guy was super cool and calm. You know, the rush would be right in his face. He'd be looking downfield, calmly delivering the ball. He's accurate. He ran well.
1: Your Sterling Shepard ranking, I like having him in the PPR oh, prime, yeah. prime love, time. I mean, I'm liking him quite a bit. Evan Ingram would be like a second-round fantasy pick of a draft rail today.
0: Well, I don't know, second, but he's the number two end probably right now. I mean, you could argue Ertz, maybe. Not Kittle. Kittle is just a guy now with Garoppolo. Doesn't like him. But... Uh, I, I'd probably take Ingram second or third among tight ends. And it's, yeah, I mean, Shermer's offense is good. And here, here's the test, right? Remember I told you the test was with the Colts. Is system more important than quarterback? Well, luck retires and you have, you know, Jacoby Brissett come in and now they're two and one and they took the Chargers on the road to overtime. They could easily be three and oh. It had Vinatieri made some kicks. You know, I think system is more important. And then it's like, well, you know, Shermer's system... It, it didn't really work, you know, Eli. But, but the caveat, I would say, is the quarterback has to be above the floor.
1: Yeah. It did, another glaring example just happened with Carolina, right? right. I mean, that decrepit Quart- Cam Quart- Newton was obviously suboptimal. I mean, he was just not – he was you, you got be to right. be above the yep. floor.
0: you got to be above the floor. It's mostly the system. Obviously, there's some transcendent guys, but good system, you know, decent personnel, good line, quarterback is above the floor of what you need to be. It's fine. The quarterback is not as important. Obviously, if you have Pat Mahomes, it's huge. But his, he's also got the ideal system. Uh, Alex Smith was very good the year before in, in that same system. He was excellent. Not nearly as good as Mahomes, but that's maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. So,
1: and you few, combine that with the system, that's how right. silly it is. Well, fantasy. It's, just, it's
0: absurd, and we'll talk about that yeah. later when we get to the picks. But but yeah, uh, it, to me, the system is the is is priority one these days. You know, in the '70s or whatever, when you know, they could basically tackle your receivers and they could kill the quarterback and totally different game than, you know, maybe, maybe the quarterback was more important. The system couldn't do it. But now, I was talking about this with Pianowski, like, and Jeff, like, basically, you see guys on the Rams or the Chiefs, they'll, they'll, they'll have some play and there'll be some deception and they'll throw to a guy in the flat that there's nobody on the, with the opposing jersey within 10 yards of him. And he'll run 15, 20 yards on, like, third and four. And it'll be like, that's the easiest thing I've ever seen. And then you see like the Browns, and you're hoping because you have, you know, the Browns in the super (laughs) contest in Mayfield. And he's like under pressure every second. He's got to thread the needle through three guys every second. Odell has to make a catch like with two people tackling him. It's like a miracle just to get a couple first downs. No, yeah. System is just so huge. It's just, you know, play design, system, offensive line. Those things are, are, in my opinion, collectively, more important than the individual quarterback.
1: Yeah, no, Freddie bathrooms. I forget who I stole that from, but he's so horrible. I'm out on the Browns. I don't like Chubb nearly as much. Uh, it's it's just uh, it, it's coaching. I underrated that the how bad that that is in in Cleveland for sure. And um, yeah, look at Jimmy G and uh, the Niners. He's just throwing to the open guy. It doesn't matter what that receiver is. Uh, Kittle's definitely special because he's awesome blocker too. But the receivers is just whoever the piece happens to be in that mismatch in that specific play that scheme. So. Yes, more and more. You said it before the season, and, and through the first three weeks, it's, it's proving to be that case more and more so. Totally agree.
0: And how about Gettleman dodging those landmines, dodging Darnold, dodging Rosen, dodge, oh, Josh Allen looks like he might be good, getting Barkley, and then, ingeniously, reaching up, getting the sixth pick, superstar <laughs> QB, and then rooking the Browns, trading the Browns. The Browns don't have an offensive line yeah, anymore. We I stuck know. him with He's Olivier so Vernon for Zeitler.
1: Yeah, Zeitler's so good. <laughs> I know. Crazy. Man, uh, that was brutal watching that Browns game. Anyway, it's fun. Fun for you. I'm rooting for Danny Dimes. Uh, it's definitely uh intriguing fantasy even. And uh, yeah, certainly a long time coming. And it'd be interesting if they just did that from the beginning. But uh, what do you talking Antonio Brown, I mean, it's pretty wild. This guy just, I mean, he couldn't, it, it, I, he was in the perfect situation. And apparently they had been. He was well, mean, like
0: Robert De Niro in Heat. He won. Yeah. It was over. He got there. He was on the Patriots. He's getting paid enough money. He won. The Patriots were not going to release him. The other complaint from the trainer was not going to get him fired. It was immoral what he did. I don't think it was illegal. It was two years. Uh, that was also in the past. It wasn't a new, a new incident. He was fine. But for some reason, he had to antagonize her, send a picture of her kid or something ridiculous, and then send a picture yeah. to some random guy that he knows what, who knows what he would have been up to. Of course the Patriots released him. I mean, Belichick's not going to tolerate that on his watch. Belichick's not going to be, he's not going to be pushed around by PR or any of that stuff. But, you know, if there was good evidence, which there were accusations, but it was two years old, or if he did something else and he did that. I mean, he won and he just completely gave it away. And it shows like, it's not just, oh, he let his team down or he let these people down or he's just... He's got a problem, man. He's got like a self-destructive thing going on. And, and he's, he's screwed, man. He's, he's really screwed.
1: Yeah, not just that he was he on like a winning team, but he was he's on a team that does not care and, and gave him his first carry since two thousand sixteen and three end zone targets and this you know, with just joining four days earlier. So he was just gonna be in such a sick setup and now, yeah, just what are you doing? Sending I mean, he was, and including his lawyer on the in the text thread too, with pictures of the woman's kids. Right. I mean, what does he expect? I mean, have you seen these other video of him throwing furniture out of the out of this uh, hotel and the farting one too. I mean, obviously, the guy's just got some problems.
0: He's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. I mean, it's it's you know, and he was working like a dog at practice. I mean, he was prof. It was yep. weird. He was like professional yet totally insane. And he, you know, it's a hall of famer. I miss the guy. Win a Super Bowl with the Patriots. He walks into the hall of, you know. Now he's like a laughing stock, and this is the end. This is just sort of how he's going to be remembered: as this total moron? And that's, I mean, that's sad. I mean, it's obviously he shouldn't be victimizing or terrorizing that woman. Is like the artist that he, you know, was texting, but he also so. was just a pathetic. It's a pathetic ending to a guy. I mean, that's horrible. He can like joke about it on Twitter now, but like, you know, a couple of years from now, you're like, dude, I was no for sure. I was 31 years of, old. His prime, I was the pinnacle yeah. of my profession. Oh. You know, I was the pinnacle of my profession. I just not just the money, but just like that's just horrible. That's a horrible way to go out.
1: No, Andy's like a pariah. Everyone dropped him too before even getting released. All all of his uh, clients. Uh, you know, his- endorsements um yeah just what a disaster um good for josh gordon owners in fantasy but yeah, yeah. just a uh, total disaster so how's your baseball team before we get to the games I, uh, this is I, I, a, I'm this is not, a I'm not total enjoying it. week not enjoying 17 it. is like an understatement right i mean this is craziness
0: i'm not enjoying it you know jose ramirez hit two home runs i had dropped him five weeks ago uh, uh, chris bryant so that's my number one pick my two pick was cole who's dealing but my pitching's fine it's all hitting that i need so my first pick Out, you know, Jose Ramirez, or not on my team anymore. He's in free agent. No one even picked him up. Chris Bryant was my third pick. Out the rest of the week. Fourth pick was Puig. Fifth, I have Seager and Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres missed the whole weekend. Seager's been balling. Seventh pick, Justin Turner's been a hobbled guy. Gets like a couple of bats a game. Eighth pick, Joey Gallo never came back. Wilmer Flores is my first baseman. Ninth pick was Severino. I finally got him back. He's good now. But again, I don't need the pitching really. 10th pick is Malik's. He's hitting ninth. He plays every other day. You know, I basically, all my hitters are just gone. I, I'm, I'm relying on like Wilmer Flores, Josh Fegley, Aristides Aquino, Brian Reynolds, Trent Grisham, Mauricio Dubon, or whatever his name is. I mean, I, I've got a bunch of these guys and, and they just will not, I, I'm half a point out of first in the main event. And I was a big favorite, just the way the categories were. Now... I could I could easily finish third. I'm only half a point ahead of the guy in third.
1: Yeah, it's it's a battle of attrition. I'm with you in a couple like that. And the head to head, it gets even crazier uh trying right. to mix and match in championship rounds at the end. It's really silliness.
0: Um I'm just glad league, I'm just glad that I only have one more set of moves on Friday and I don't have to look at it
1: again. And then it's done. It yeah. It soured yeah. me,
0: man. It yeah. just soured me. Like I was I had two great teams. The other one's in twelfth, and it was like high twelfth, it could have gone to fourth pretty quickly. Now it's low twelfth, and it's like there's a lot of teams right behind it, and it's a longer way up to get to the top. Acuna, oh, maybe I could have used him. He's, he's out for a few days. Then uh, Sean Doolittle, oh, apparently they're using Daniel Hudson for two saves yesterday. Uh, guys like, I started stupid Zach Eflin, got shelled, and I don't even know if he's going to pitch again. You know, Sonny Gray shut it down. He got surgery. Sonny Gray balled considering he needed surgery all year.
1: That oh, was, like, at home against the Marlins. He better. I just bought him in uh, Friends and Family for, for that one start. He was a yeah, free agent. We'll see. Anyway, but go ahead. Anyway, yeah.
0: it, it just, you know, it just soured me because, like, I worked so hard. I did so many moves Sunday nights. Like, just spent so much time uh, uh, researching right. stuff. And it's like, this is bullshit, you know? I, I don't know. I mean, you got to do – baseball kind of a full-year thing because it's, it's a stat game, and if a guy hits 40 homers and hits 12 in September, you don't want to have a 28-homer guy out of him because it's just – it's not how baseball is. It's a full season sport. It's a long-term buy and hold type of thing. But I don't know what the solution is, especially now with analytics and people resting more for the playoffs. Like back in the day, people played 158, 160 games routinely. They would never rest you more than like a game here and there. You know, you got your stats at the end of the year and now it's like, you know, 145 games is fine. And if you're in first place or you're out of the playoffs, resting guys for several days, 40 man rosters, all that shit. It's it's really bad, and I don't know, man. I, I think this could be kind of a crisis for fantasy baseball. It's very popular. It's so fun, but, man, I am soured. I am soured on it. I, I feel like I kind of dre- – I mean, six months, I'll probably feel different, but I'm kind of dreading doing it all over again. It's like so much work, and then for what? For a bunch of fucking dice rolls at the end where you just <laughs> have no idea who's playing and, you know, who the hell these guys are that you even have in your lineup. It's really – it's not a good. It's not a good experience. I'm not enjoying this week.
1: I actually do feel you. Like I said, the head to head ones too during the playoffs and championships have been extremely frustrating. I'm uh. I'll, you'll be pleased to hear, make you absolve all that is. We're up one ten point five to ninety eight in League of League. So nice. hopefully, nice. hopefully we hang on there. We did lose Barkley in our um in our football team, but uh. Before we leave baseball, I actually was talking to a guy at the wedding. His uh, it's his brother's actually assistant GM of the Rockies and. Uh, some interesting stuff just learning about the baseball he just was saying that he thinks that they're perfecting it more so just because I guess Rawlings you know, bought it bought a couple of years ago and it sounded like to me just that it's going to be more of the same but I, I don't know uh I don't know how how, how true that is but that's going to be the big story don't you think about what going forward like how, how are you going to treat the homers next year
0: yeah I mean I think I'll treat it as a home run bonanza situation I mean Jorge Soler has like what 45 home runs yeah, Eugenio Suarez has 48 home runs I mean come on man that's ridiculous so i, I guess i will and, and the other funny thing is the pitchers have been money like verlander cole yeah DeGrom, even like clevenger once he got healthy you know bieber flaherty came on like crazy darvish paxton all these pitchers are just dealing down the stretch and trout betts bryant ramirez so many of these guys have been hurt yelich you know, the pitching, bizarrely, in this home run crazed era, is like Sunny Gray. All these guys are money in the bank. The guys that were money in the bank all year and, and drafted highly, you know, Bueller, Kershaw, they're all money in the bank now. And the, and the scrubs are all these elite hitters. are falling apart down the stretch.
1: Oh, I could seriously see Garrett Cole as number one overall player next year, right?
0: I mean, him and Verlander, Verlander's yeah. whip is like .7 something.
1: Yeah, him and Verlander, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, those, guys, right those guys up. are just killing it. Killing it.
0: And all the, all the top hitters are, like, falling apart, man. I mean, even Acuna got hurt, and he's been slumping the last three weeks. Uh, I, I'm just trying to think of who else – who are the top hitters that are, that are crushing now? Who, who's healthy? That, you know, Trout, Yelich, Acuna. How's also?
1: Bellinger been lately? I don't own many shares of Bellinger. No, He's
0: crashed since his start. I mean, yeah. he's still okay, but he's he slowed down a ton. Bellinger slowed down. But all like the top several, Trey Turner's been killing it. He missed like six weeks earlier, but he's been killing yeah. it. Aaron Judge is killing it too, but you know, he missed a huge chunk of the season.
1: We got but, Stanton back for our final lineup in nice League of which I thought was Sting. funny. <laughs> Stanton, what a broken man. God, yeah. what could he do in that, envir- that environment? The hitter he was, you know, the last year he was with Miami in this environment in that ballpark oh, would be quite dude, He'd fun. hit like
0: 75 home runs this year
1: if he yeah. had played. Yeah, man. Um, all right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. You're soured on baseball. I, I wish mean, you'd be hopefully I get lucky. you're close Ho- to cashing 100K or something. So no, sorry
0: to I'm hear not going to the 100K. Hopefully I get lucky and I, and I you know, i am still had a good chance to win the, the main event league. That's sort of what I'm most focused on right now. Hopefully I have a good chance. You know, hopefully I just pull it out. I could still pull it out, but it's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm still enjoying, like if my guy hits a home run, I'm still excited or whatever. That never happens anymore. But it's just mm-hmm. like, this shouldn't be what it's about down the stretch. Like it's, I understand. What is, is that the 15 is worse than the 12? Because the 12, I have enough guys, like it's a little frustrating, my guys are slumping, but I can live with the slumps. Like the 12 is kind of like, all right, sucks, they're slumping and whatever. But the 15, you, it just takes so much work because the guys you pick up have, are guys like on the Giants or the Padres or whatever. You have to like research scrubs they're getting playing time at the end of the year. You, you have to go deeper in that, in that format. So it's so much work, and then it's so random. Whereas at least the 12, like, I'm just, I'm just slipping because Brantley and Acuna and those guys in Puig are just not doing much. Okay, fine, that's fair game. But the 15 is just like, I'm starting a bunch of guys i never even heard of.
1: I was sad uh, Acuna didn't go. It sounds like he's not going to reach 40-40. Who are you taking a uh, first in hitter then next year? Trout, or Trout Acuna, it feels like, is the debate, yeah? I'd probably
0: take Acuna, but Trout's pretty safe. I mean, Betts scored like 130 runs or something. I mean, Betts is not. in,
1: <laughs> in a down year.
0: Yeah, it's not. In, you know, Betts is in play. Yelich is obviously still in play, yeah. but he's coming off an injury. Yellich. Should be fine. Yeah. Bellinger, I probably wouldn't take, but in this environment, he's pretty ridiculous. I don't know. I'd kind of rather pick like middle and, and take like garrett cole and then like on the way back it's jose ramirez who killed it in the second half and then like on the third round get like stanton who's gonna hit like 80 home runs
1: (laughs) that would be a fun team yeah no i'm with you i I can't see pat yeah i mean strategy be damned it'd be tough to turn down like uh, a garrett cole next year to make such a horse um all right i want to talk the week uh what week are we in four i'm talking week four lines
0: sure let's talk a little week four
1: Okay, Thursday night. Actually, a really good game. It should be on paper. I know the Eagles come in a little banged up, but this looks like one of the better Thursday night games that I can remember. Uh, oh, this Eagles game's going to
0: suck. This game's going to suck. Come on.
1: <laughs> probably is because the Packers are just what? They're just they're a ball so control weak yeah. team now. Yeah, you're right. Maybe more on paper here. Maybe this is going to be a defensive slugfest. Uh, Eagles plus four and a half at Green Bay.
0: I took the Eagles. I think I made it three and a half or four. Packers are better, and they're tough at home, but – they just don't light it up, and I think the Eagles, they're one and two. I like that they're one and two. It means like they're a little desperate. I think they're going to show up. It's going to be a good game.
1: Yep, I totally agree. That's, that's too many points. Uh, the Green Bay's defense is totally legit, but their offense is a work in progress, taking the yep. points. Uh, next one, Carolina, plus four and a half at Texans.
0: I think the Panthers. I, I thought the Panthers were actually good, I think, and they were just, it was just camouflaged by Cam being so banged up. So I think they're about equal to the Texans, took the points.
1: Yep, same here. Texans coming off a big win. I can see a letdown here, and uh, thanks. who knows? We'll see this Carolina team with a competent quarterback now. I mean, it's not, it's not a knock on Cam Newton. He's just playing Hurts. I just feel like we just, yep. whatever, just completely just erase that from your memory. They have these interesting receivers that could do major damage here, so I took the points too. Uh, next up, we have Browns plus seven at Baltimore.
0: I took the Ravens, but I felt weird writing it up. Like, it's going to be hard for them to win by eight, but Baker in the offensive line, the offense has to prove it, so I laid the wood.
1: I do too. Uh, maybe it's time to buy the Browns because no one wants to, but uh, they just—they have a lot of problems, and this Ravens team's really good, so uh, laying the points as well. Uh, Redskins plus three at your Giants.
0: I made it three and a half, so I took the Giants. The Redskins are the better team. They played okay against the Bears. It, it didn't show in the score, but it's fine. But uh, but the Daniel Jones thing just got me going, and I think it's just going to be a different team now
1: totally i took the giants here i thought it'd be more i don't consider these teams equal now if they have a good quarterback maybe it's just one one game but that bucks defense was playing fairly well entering last week uh, so you know if you've seen this stat eli manning owen 44 went down 18 points or more uh danny dimes one and oh nice. and uh, do you think i spent too much in uh wayne gallman and one a league ring together i, I went like 85 which what, what do you think of that
0: i have 14 team league it's fine with first come first serve i think it's fine
1: yeah, there were like people that had more than me. I only had eighty five. So I didn't have a hey, hammer. Hey, let's get through these. Let's get through
0: these. We'll talk and about then, this. And, well,
1: I want to talk about Goldman really quick. You got a team, don't you think? With Danny Dimes, he could be okay. There's no one else there in the Giants, right?
0: Yeah, he's just a guy, Goldman. But it might just be situationally good. Yes, he could be. He could be useful.
1: Okay. All right. Chargers minus sixteen at Dolphins. You thought they were going to be giving a far many more points in this, right?
0: I thought it was going to be eight and a half because eight and a half is like fourteen and a half. And the Dolphins, people think they're historically terrible, I guess. I made mean, the Dolphins my best bet. I know it's crazy, but 16 for the Chargers on the road, it's crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: Yeah, maybe they get right, but uh, that is, yeah, that that's bad. I feel confident using use them in, like, Survivor, but that is way too many points, and I'm with you on the Dolphins and I'm willing to use them, no problem. Yeah. Uh, next up, Raiders plus seven at Colts. Uh, I, this one was nearly my best bet. I, I really like the Colts to continue what they're doing, and same going for the Raiders. Should be more than seven, I feel like.
0: Yeah, the Colts are a little ball control though, and that scares me a little. They don't really pull away, but is a, a liability. But, yeah, I took the Colts.
1: Early morning game for, for the Raiders, too. Uh, Chiefs minus six and a half at Lions. I made this one my best bet.
0: You and I have the same pick so far, which is bad for me. Uh, I I laid the wood. I mean, I, I get all this hype about this Lions secondary I've been hearing, but come on, man. The Chiefs, they're... It got to be. I, it had to be seven. This line to take the Lions. It yeah. was under seven.
1: I think the Lions are really interesting. I think Stafford's totally competent. Way better than I give him credit for four years ago, let's say. But uh, same time, this Chiefs team. I'm just making them. I'm taking them until proven otherwise. For why is this not seven? Just like you said. So uh, like that one. Uh, Patriots minus seven at the Bills. I
0: like the Bills. I made it uh, six and a half. I, this is a tough game on the road. You never make money betting getting against the Patriots, but that's, that's, a, that's a big line for against a team that's decent.
1: Yeah, finally one more different. I didn't like this one. The Patriots' defense is so good, and the Bills haven't lost yet. Patriots' defense, so, so good. But I, I didn't love this one. It's probably the sucker side. Um, next up, uh, where are we? The Titans plus four at Atlanta.
0: I, I made the line four since so the coin flip. I took the Falcons just because they're good at home, but... Titans probably will bludgeon them with the running game. So it's
1: 50-50. Yeah, I took the Titans, and it was uh, went against you here. But very one of my least games I've won to bet on this week. Uh, Buccaneers plus 10 at the Rams. Interesting game here.
0: I hate this. I, I've been fading the Rams all year, but I made this 11 and a half because the Rams are better at home, and I'm starting to buy into that golf-at-home thing. And Winston yeah. makes so many mistakes. This could be a shootout where it's 33-31, and it's a game, but it could also just be a crush. So I took the Rams.
1: Yeah, so I laid the wood too, but like I said, I'm leaning Chargers and Survivor because if I just remember Winston knocking me out at Survivor very recently in, in New Orleans. So I uh, kind of feel like I feel the same there. Lay the points, but wouldn't be shocked if uh, Tampa makes it close. Seattle minus five at, at Arizona.
0: Uh, I took the Cardinals. I, I made this three. I think Kyler Murray will sling it around, and Seattle's not that good. It's going to be a close game.
1: I took the points, too. Man, Tyler Lockett just going crazy. Um, really, I don't know what to make of Arizona at all whatsoever. Vikings plus two and a half at the Bears. I think we might differ on this. I, I don't know why this isn't three. I think that defense is just so legit. Kirk Cousins is bad. and Now you get him outdoors. I like the Bears here.
0: I think the Vikings defense is almost equal to the Bears, and Trubisky is terrible. I mean, really bad. just terrible. And so I took the Vikings.
1: No, he's done. No argument there. Um, Jacksonville plus three at, at the Broncos. I just went contrarian here because obviously this seems like equal teams. The Jags, i wanted want to take the points. I don't know. You, you could talk me into it either way. Here's what I'm getting at list. I,
0: I really like the Jaguars. One of my best bets until Jalen Ramsey is not playing. I mean, that's a huge yeah. loss. I'm surprised the line didn't move on that. At least like a point. I mean, that's a superstar that's lost. So now it's, I'm, I guess I got the Jaguars, but I'm not big on it.
1: Not as big of pushing you. I mean, Denver's is such a desperate animal, and that just seemed like a weird line to give. I just could see them running on him, maybe. Uh, Cowboys minus two and a half at the Saints Sunday night. We got the Saints wrong last week in Seattle.
0: I hate the Saints. I took the Cowboys. I think they're really good, and I think uh, Kellen Moore might – they might be, like, elite, the Cowboys, like with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator where they're actually going down the field. Now, after, of course, I took this, Mari Cooper's getting an MRI in his ankle.
1: Yeah. Gallops
0: absolutely. out also. So it's like that's that's a problem.
1: Uh, back to the Broncos real quick. They don't have one sack or turnover this season. That's insane. Um, yeah. Cooper is a problem. Cooper's really good. I don't know. Yeah. He just dominated Xavier and Howard last yeah. last week. And I think the Cowboys are legit, legit Super Bowl contenders. So I took them as well. Uh, final one. Monday night uh, Bengals plus four at Pittsburgh. Very ugly now looking uh, game.
0: Yeah, I made it four, but I and I was like had that Pittsburgh feeling, but I was like, but who's Pittsburgh anymore? Should be three. They're both doormats. Give me the give me the four. Yep,
1: yeah, same here. Uh, that was ugly last week, rooting for your Sensi pick, but uh, they came through. That's right. So, which five? I'm going uh, definitely the Chiefs. I like, you know, the Lions have not lost yet a game this year. I, know I can't see that team going four straight without a dud. They're new for a letdown. Chiefs fire, fire power too much. You know, what he's doing even, people say he's going to regress. I think his TD percentage is even better this year without Tyreek Hill. Dude, that was it's the insane. dumbest.
0: That was the dumbest thing. I, it's just, I mean, how stupid do you have to be to stare into your spreadsheet and say, we've got to regress this historically when you've seen the Chiefs with Mahomes? And what he does and the way they throw 40, 50 yards down the field routinely, play after play, nobody does that. It's just, it's just incredible like, that people could ignore what's right in front of their face and, and shoehorn Mahomes and the Chiefs into the generalized regression box. I, to me, that's just, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with people. Like, did you, you lose your capacity for judgment? Did you just lose your capacity to discern different things you just have to make a rule and stick to it no matter what it's just amazing that people are arguing that
1: he's out of control i mean just so so good uh, pino beat me to daryl williams waiver wire a couple sunday morning ones but uh, yeah i'm just i'm all in the chiefs whatever less than a touchdown as long as that line's less than a touchdown I uh, would like to use that one. And uh, what do you say, Liz? We, we fight for out. Any... I would push for the Colts myself, too. Uh,
0: fine. Take the Colts. I'll take the Dolphins. I mean, look. They oh, yeah. can get destroyed. Yeah. But With any me. anybody, can, you know, it's 50-50. You can lose any bet. Too much. 16 is just ridiculous.
1: Crazy.
0: Just, to me, that's just like, it's just like, okay, everyone's going to want to bet against the Dolphins every week. So let's just preempt this shit and make it ridiculously high. I mean, the Dolphins put up a fight against Dallas for most of the game. I think it's crazy. I'm a little nervous about the Chargers and Survivor. I mean, if one team could blow it, I mean, you know, I mean, who's capable of blowing this? And the Chargers... Yeah.
1: I would feel I would not even want to touch them at all if they were three and zero. I'd avoid them like the plague if they were three and zero. But no, they were they were one and two and coming off like a home loss, bad one to Houston. That's why I only feel slightly better about it because I hear you. I mean, they're the Chargers. I mean, of course, this is what they're made to do—break oh, yeah, your heart.
0: So that's a you know. So I, I got to think that between them and the uh, and the Rams, but again, yeah, you know, the Buccaneers are way more dangerous than the Dolphins, but the Rams are way more solid than the Chargers and ones that totally. hold ones on the road. But it's. It's a tough call, and, and there's no one else. It's one of those two, I
1: think. For sure, for sure. So, no, I, I'm with you there. Yeah.
0: So anyway, all right. So we got Dolphins, Colts, Chiefs. I would take. I'm trying to think. You're oh. off your
1: Jags. The more you're thinking about it.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not on the Jags with Ramsey. I don't like it.
1: What about your Giants? You don't like the Bears, okay? You really don't like the no, Bears. No, I don't like the Bears. I, okay, I, Giants. I, Giants. The, what about the, Giants? The
0: Redskins defense and offense actually matched up with Chicago. They moved the ball consistently on offense. Their defense was pretty good. They just got a lot of short fields in that pick six. I mean, Keenum sucks, and he's banged up. But the Giants' defense, you, you have to understand how bad the Giants are. Yeah, their defense I Remember, the bad, Giants yeah. lost that game last week. They won because they missed a field goal. I yeah. mean,
1: Ooh, that 10, game. 10. They're giving a the, the 10.5 YPA, the worst in football. Oh, dude, yeah.
0: I've watched every game, every play. It's like, it's the easiest. Thing. It's like every team's the Chiefs against them. I mean, it's, like, it's crazy how bad they are. So. Yeah.
1: Washington's D is pretty bad, too, but that's fair. Okay, so what, what, let's move Washington's on. Washington's defense
0: on. is way better than the Giants' defense. Way better.
1: All right, let's move on. Um, who else then? Uh, UK, uh, I'm trying to think here.
0: I mean, I could take the Cardinals, but I just hate all these totally garbage teams. You know, like you're rooting for the worst.
1: What? Like, what? Yeah, that's more garbage. What about um, Cowboys or Bengals? What about one of those two? Ah,
0: the Bengals is super ugly in Pittsburgh. Total garbage team on Monday night in Pittsburgh. Team that doesn't block or play defense.
1: I guess Pittsburgh's D is okay.
0: I mean, I don't know. I think the Bengals will show up because it's really? like they're desperate too. Yeah. They're both desperate. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a bum fight. I would say, okay, we've got Chiefs, Colts, Dolphins. Those are for sure. Yeah.
1: I could struggling. do the
0: Panthers. I mean, See, James
1: Conner as by far the lowest tackle break broken percentage in the NFL among saw all it. running backs. Great. I saw that. All right, what were you saying?
0: I, I could do the Eagles and I could do the Panthers. I could do either Ooh, of those, eagle. but, you know, the Thursday night obviously is suboptimal.
1: But yeah, but doable. Okay, Eagles or Panthers? Let's think about this. I would uh,
0: Eagles, Panthers, Dolphins, yeah. Colts, and Chiefs. And then other ones that are interesting to me are the Cardinals, the Bengals.
1: Not Cowboys?
0: Nah, you know, the fact that Cooper's getting an MRI, that just, I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Cardinals, Bengals. But those are, you know, yeah, I guess were, and I like the pretty, bills. Just, I actually like the bills, but you, you have the Patriots. So
1: no, no, but that one could be, no, if you wanted to talk me into that, that's okay. I didn't feel strong about that one. No, that's fine. I don't, I think the bear, if you like Vikings, I'd talk you out, of it, but that one I wouldn't. If you think that's a smart money to be on the bills plus seven, I mean, is now the time to fade the it's Patriots? Big,
0: it's, it's a big line. And the Patriots have really just beat up on Pittsburgh. That was a doormat with, you know, Ben and a bad arm. And then they beat the jets and the dolphins. And there were, they might be without Edelman. Obviously, they don't have Antonio Brown. Right. They lost their fullback. Their starting center is they gone. Can't so they can't run won. it.
1: I mean, Maybe. Michelle, they can't run.
0: They're a dink and dunk team playing a good defense, and the Bills have a running quarterback, and you know, they, they know him. It's, the Patriots don't care about margin of victory here. They're just trying to win, you know, lock up the division with a win. And
1: They so haven't I mean, allowed a touchdown this season, though. It's kind of yeah, silly. Yeah, but look who they played. You know,
0: they, they didn't even play the Jets. They played the Luke Falk Jets.
1: Yeah, their defense in the playoffs was pretty good. But, yeah, okay, no, I hear you. No, Josh Allen might be good. I mean, it's uh, okay. No, I could be talked I could totally can easily get it. be a
0: game. To. I mean, the Patriots, I could easily see the Patriots being up three in, like, the fourth quarter, and the Bills getting stuffed on, like, a fourth down, and the Patriots scoring a touchdown on, like, the next play winning by 10. That happens all the time with the Patriots. They're always probably. I, I, right, no, I don't, I don't love not. going against the Patriots. I almost, It would almost be a smart rule in this to say, Never go against the Patriots in the Super Contest.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, didn't we already do that with the Dolphins? <laughs> um, we did take. We the went up? Well, yeah. no, with,
0: with a line that big, I think it's actually like, you know, I don't know, maybe not. But
1: all right. Well, at least write down Bills now, just in case that's like seven and a half or something. Okay, the Super right. Contest lines right. come out, which could be right. like an hour from now. So right. I'll hit you up an email. We got we got you know Eagles, Panthers written down, and now Cards, Bengals, and Bills right. as other alternatives too. Sounds so. Good. All right, cool. Um we'll come up with that, come up with five winners this week. Um I don't have a ton. I was curious more of like your, your political takes. Uh, Fleabag, flea bag, I was happy to see you win Emmys. Um yeah, I don't I don't have a ton this week. Uh I see you get into it a little bit uh on the Democratic stuff on Twitter, a little bit back and forth. It was I don't want to comment on anything? Anything jump out at you this well, week, Liz?
0: I'll tell you two things. I won another battle. My mom you see this thing on Twitter? So
1: Oh, I did see this. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Explain. Yeah.
0: So basically like my mom got this bill from her doctor. She needs some medication, routine stuff. She tried to get it renewed over the phone. He said, no, you got to come in. So she goes in and she has to Uber. She doesn't drive. So that costs money. She goes in and the doctor just like types some stuff in the computer, doesn't examine her, doesn't give her a blood test or anything. And she's, and then she waits half an hour because she, she assumes that he's going to send her for a blood test. Then he sees her in the hall and he's like, oh, I thought you had left already. And she's like, don't I need a blood test? He's like, no, don't worry about it gives her the prescription. He, you know, and then, so she goes home and then she gets a bill for $198 for the visit. And I guess she has some deductible or something. I don't know why it's not paid for already. Anyway. So she calls the complaint and they they say, no, sorry, he saw you. She's like, yeah, but he didn't do anything. So like, why would he call me in for a visit when the thing he did, which is just talk to me and type into the computer could have been done over the phone. So they refused to budge. And so I called. And you were okay with that? No, I was like, I'll help you out with it. You know, I mean, my mom is in a lot of battles and stuff, but you know, I'm gonna help my mom out. So I called with her on the line and the woman's like, well, we can give you a 25% discount after the supervisor says it. And I said, 25% discount, so it'd be what, 147? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. You didn't perform a service. I'm not gonna take 25% off for nothing. And she said, sir, we're running a business here. We can't, it's too expensive to wipe out the whole thing. I'm like, you're running a business? Is that that what you call this? Because you didn't provide the goods. You know, so you can't, what kind of, what are you talking about? You're running a business. You're supposed to be a doctor's office. Anyway. So she said, Well, I don't know what to say, sir. I said, I said, You're going to take the rest of this bill off. And she said, Sir, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, you know, you can talk. I was like, Do you have a manager? She's like, Oh, the manager's out to lunch. I said, Do you want to leave a message? I said, No. I was like, So you're not going to take this off? I was like, You better take this off or you're going to regret it. She's like, Are you threatening me? I said, Yeah, I'm threatening you with a lawsuit right now. And she's like, Sorry, sir. And she hangs up. So I'm like, All right, you know how I am, right? So immediately I take the Twitter. <laughs> And I just outlined what happened. You know, it's elder abuse. You, don't, you, don't, you know how many much money they bilk from old people you know, who just have to do what the doctor says? And nobody says anything. Nobody knows. You know, it's, it's all legal. And so I just went after it on Twitter. And of course, my followers love this kind of stuff. And they're retweeting it and adding into it and stuff. And of course, I got the DM from the, the account. And they said, uh, our, court, our you know, head of whatever, the boss's boss's boss of this kind of customer service stuff is going to call you. She calls me. She's very apologetic, and the bill is taken off. So that's it. So I'm 2-0, defeated orbits, and uh was this place called Eisenhower Medical Center in, in
1: Palm Desert. And well, that is pretty cool that social media allows that power. I mean, that is pretty cool. I mean, cool.
0: here's the thing. All of the MBA types that rig the system, like, they, you know, they're like, oh, if we make them come in more, then, you know, we can bill more, and if we bill more, you know, only a quarter of them are going to fight it. And we give it 25, you know, they have it all, they have all the math done about how to extract more revenue from people without, you know, costing them more revenue. It's all just a business. As that woman said, we're running a business and it's supposed to be medical care, but it doesn't work like that. And so basically it's all legal. All this stuff's legal. You couldn't like sue them or like win in court because basically like the legal system has been sort of your rights have been abdicated to these MBAs and these lobbyists have, they've taken it over. So what's the next evolution? The next evolution is public shaming, you know, like bring them out there, yeah. destroy their business. I mean, that's all, that's all there's left. I'm, I have to step up and be like, all right, so you you've cut off the legal, you know, this sort of normal recourse we would have had. Well, how about this recourse? And it's, it's going to be painful for them. They should have just given the money back. And so people, you know, I don't know, you know, that's a very specific place. It's not like Orbitz, which is more national, but like, you know, that's out there. That social media stuff's out there. That's permanently out there. So people search for them. That's probably the most tweets I've ever gotten. So, you know, there's a permanent cost to it. And my, my thing is, A, I want to get the money back, but B, you're going to regret that decision. You want to not give somebody the money. You're, you're, my 74-year-old mom who got nothing for her 200 bucks, you're going you're gonna to not refund that? Okay, you're gonna regret that. You're gonna pay much more not only gonna refund that, but you're gonna you're gonna lose business. You're gonna pay much more than that. And that's my policy, you know, and, and they're smarter than Orbitz. They did it they were funded within a couple of
1: hours. You know, orbits waited like four days. Right. When that woman asks you if it's a threat, you should have said, no, it's a promise. But you should have said back to it.
0: Well, her. no, I don't, want, I don't want to get in a thing where they think I'm going to come in there with a gun or something. Because yeah. you know, <laughs> then I can get in trouble. And it's, you know, I'm, not, yeah, exactly. I'm not implying right. a violent threat. I'm implying, like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to call you out and go public with this. And, you know, use every recourse necessary. And the funny thing was, I was tweeting, I was like, I was like uh, Eisenhower Health probably thinks that this is like a one-day nuisance. It's just going to go away of its own accord. LOL. Because, you know, with orbits, I was relentless. I was talking about an right. exam. I was talking about on the podcast. Right. I was, I would not stop until they broke. And eventually like if someone makes it their mission in their life to get 200 bucks from you, you're just going to pay the 200 bucks, you know, because it's not worth stealing from them because they make it not worth it. And everybody should go as ballistic as possible and make these policies such losers that even if you don't have a Twitter following, call a hundred times, go in person, make a complaint, file a complaint to Medicare, file a complaint to the insurance company, call, use their app. I mean, just go nuts. They'll just scrap all these policies, all these MBAs who say, oh, you know, we can tweak this here and here. This will cause more revenue. That's the first order effect. The second order effect is going to be an enraged population. And then when the tide starts turning, when the worm starts turning, it's going to have a whole different set of uh, costs on these businesses. And I'm personally glad to help that come to roost. I, I'm, I'm mixing like five metaphors, but I'm, I'm personally happy to, uh, to get involved in this.
1: No. Well done. I was glad that you did that yet again and keep doing that. Uh, definitely good stuff. Uh, this non sequitur, but just the social media reminded me of you um, because I was listening to a podcast talking about WeWork. I don't know if you know what that is, but yeah. side note, that CEO guy just left. Left. He's crazy, I guess. But um, and then not uh, later that day, a couple hours later, uh, Facebook for the first time, I guess getting ads for WeWork Facebook's listening, man, listening to me. The man's listening. I just thought of you. Oh, I swear he was why, just targeted. Why are you
0: on I, Facebook? How are you, I, I know. Even I know. Facebook.
1: I know. That's why I just told – I thought of you, man. I had to tell you that. I'm just yeah. getting targeted by ads. I swear they're listening to a podcast that I'm listening to in that room or it was one wild coincidence. But uh, do you have any political stabs you want to take? I know you got something in there about how the Democrats shooting themselves in the foot. And I know you got some back and forth there or or you can save it for next week.
0: No, I'll, I'll talk about it. So today I got another big dust off on Twitter because I, a lot of engagement, uh, some of it, most of it positive, but some people were mad, but whatever, who cares? Um, basically, this guy who's this like Rudy or something, it's this account, that's like a, it's kind of a mocking account, but it's, he's pretty much a leftist, I think, or libertarian leftist. And he's you know, not a Trump supporter at all. He tweeted that a guy he knows was at a private Trump event And he trusts the guy. He said, obviously it's it's synonymous sourcing. So it's not like, you know, the only reason it's believable to me is because this guy is definitely an anti-Trump account. You know, it's not like he's some uh, Trump supporter. And he tweeted that basically, and the the guy heard at the closed door event that, that Trump said to them, yeah, the military industrial company, the CIA, the intelligence agencies, they're trying to get me into war. It's their job to get me to start a war. And it's my job to say no. And I thought, wow, man, that's that's pretty good. I said, you th- say what you want about Trump. And there's a lot of negative to say about him. He doesn't like the guy, but that is like very good news that that's his attitude.
1: I was going to say, is not that exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. honestly,
0: that's... number one is don't start a war. I mean, all the other bullshit. Yeah. Of course, there's a lot of shit he doesn't, that I don't like, but number one, don't start a war. And I was getting into it with like other people. They're like, Oh, well, you know, he's on, you know, maybe he's not, maybe he's only equal to Bush. I'm like equal to Bush. He killed half a million human beings. Bush. Like <laughs> This is not even, this is not even the same, you can't even compare the two. He's like, okay, so that's one thing. And then some guy tweeted, this guy, uh, fair debate is his sandal. He said, I was no Trump fan. I didn't vote for him. However, the unprecedented coordinated effort to reverse an election result the Democrats, leftist media, and establishment rats couldn't accept paired with some of the good things he's done. I don't think he's done that many good things. Make me want to support him despite style flaws. And, okay, fine, that's his opinion. And I said, well, pretty sure a lot of people feel that way. Dems should be fighting him on policy, voting his ass out in 2020. Instead, they've invented conspiracies to subvert a Democratic result, and it's backfiring badly. It's gonna happen again, you know? And Ted Bell's the guy to go to on this. Like, he has broken down the Mueller stuff. He was way ahead of it. He knew it was gonna be a dud. His podcasts on the on the subject were excellent. And, you know, they're basically, the Democrats, like, they could be resisting his policies. Instead, they're yelling impeachment for total bullshit, And in that Ukraine call, apparently, this is what Ted said, I I saw in one of his posts, he said that um, there was something where like Ukraine has the server, that like democratic server that was apparently hacked by the Russians, that somehow like somebody in Ukraine has it and Trump is like tracking it down. And there might be some very damning things in that. And, you know, there might be some ties to Biden and, and his son and the corruption and one of those guys get indicted. So Ted Bell's, it wasn't his theory, but his conjecture was, you know, maybe the Democrats are putting in this big display of noise and this huge sideshow because they know something else bad is going to happen when that stuff comes out. They want this Ukraine request that Trump made, which is no big deal. It's like, Hey, we had interference in our election. Russia was alleged to be part of it. Ukraine allegedly was also part of it. Can we just get the data? Basically is what the transcript says. Can you help us get the data? And and basically like that scares the shit out of them. Cause there might be some bad shit in there. I guess that, that was, that was Ted's, I wouldn't say he's saying that's true. He's saying it's possible. So just follow along. I, I highly recommend following Ted Bell for this stuff. He reads the actual source documents. He does not support Trump does not support. He does support Tulsi, but doesn't support, you know, the establishment Democrats. So he's not particularly partisan about it. And, uh, and it's a good source, but yeah, I've got a lot of back and forth with people. And, you know, I, I do think that the propaganda that we've been exposed to is like never before we, we, with all this, you know, they're basically inventing conspiracies to try to subvert an election. You don't like the guy, fine, vote his ass out, get rid of him, get, nominate somebody with better policies than this clown and vote him out. But this impeachment stuff this is going to backfire. It won't go through the Senate anyway, And all it's going to do is be like, wow, you really don't want us to have a vote. You really don't respect the results of this election. I mean, that's all that. That's the only message that's coming out. I mean, this is disastrous for the Democrats. And if I were betting like even money or whatever the odds are, like I think Trump's probably like at least a three to one favorite. You know, not a three to one, sorry, like a one to three favorite to get reelected at this point. I mean, this is just totally nutless by the Democrats.
1: Sitting president in a good economy is already the heavy favorite, but now, yeah.
0: We'll see about I, the economy. I, the economy is very paper. True, a lot true, of rich people true, getting true. rich and a lot of people being left behind. I don't know how good the economy really is.
1: Really is, yes. But I it's
0: understand. better than a lot of the rest of the world, too. This is but, sort of a global bubble. It's not Trump's causing this whole global bubble. But I wonder a year from now how good the economy is really going to be for the average person. I think that's the one big risk that he has. But I, I still think he's a, a big favorite to get reelected.
1: We'll handicap the Democrats still now, though. I haven't asked you in a couple weeks. Your boy Biden, you've been saying, he's a favorite all along.
0: No, 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 no. Come on. I, I thought Mayor Pete was the sleeper because he was that reasonable. Don't so anymore. He was that reasonable-sounding douchebag guy that people would like, you know, go along with. Maybe Warren. Maybe Bur- I don't think Bernie will get it. Maybe Warren because I think Warren foreign policy. I, I don't think she's good, and she's good on some of the Wall Street stuff. But I think she'll she'll get in line just like she did uh, when she didn't endorse Bernie the first time around. I think she may she may become the establishment's candidate once Biden is deemed as, as useless and, and inept as, as he is, it might be Warren. I hope it's Tulsi. She's getting in the debates. They're going to do whatever they can to stop her. They would way rather Trump be elected than Tulsi. Tulsi would be a disaster for the mainstream establishment consultant class of the Democratic Party and their clients, You know the military, the military industrial complex, Wall Street. She would be a disaster. They will do anything they possibly can to prevent her. So she's got a tough... She's got it tough, but that's who I hope wins. But I, I guess I'd say Warren, and I don't even like her anymore.
1: And then what do you think of the chances of any of a possible impeachment?
0: Zero. I mean, I don't even think they're going to be able to do it in the House because it's such a flimsy reason. But even if they did somehow vote and get him impeached, he, he's not going to step down. He, the, right. It has to go through the Senate, and the Senate's Republican control. They're never going to do that.
1: So, why, what is the point of trying that? And,
0: and, and then, why do you want Pence to be the guy anyway? I, it's just so ridiculous. Every, at every level, it's ridiculous. It's bad politically. It's not going to work. They don't have a good reason. Even if it does work in the, in the House, it's not going to work in the Senate. Even if it did somehow work in the Senate, the guy that you, you know, the other guy's worse. So, I, I just don't. What are they even doing? I, I don't even understand it. So, I think it's big time backfire.
1: All right, man. Uh, good stuff. We'll be in touch backstage, come up with the five winners this week. And, uh, that's all I got for you. All
0: right, man. Good stuff. Talk to you next week.